Hey, what's up, y'all? Back again with another episode. I hope you guys are all doing well, taking care of yourself, eating foods that are aligned with you, and staying hydrated. So if you haven't checked out my last episode that you are not your thoughts, go ahead and do so. This is kind of like a continuation of that episode. So what I wanted to say is that, as well, is that, you know, we understand once you get to the point where you understand that you are not your thoughts, that doesn't mean that you get to bypass the things that you actually should be dealing with. There are things that you will have to face that are yours, that are, that are absolutely your thoughts that you have to address. Whether it's an insecurity, you'll feel it in your body when you know that that is coming from you. You will know. And sometimes the universe will give you feedback that that's actually you and not the other person or that thing or that circumstance. Like it will show you right there and pinpoint it for you live in time. If you're sharp enough and you're observing yourself and you want to have that sense of self-awareness, you're like, oh yeah, that's my stuff. Yeah, that's mine that I have to deal with. Okay. <laughs> I'll sit down. <laughs> you know, the universe will show you. You know, it'll be a boomerang effect. And sometimes it's not like this grand event where you, you know, have to apologize or you have to let it be known to everyone. Some things, yes, some things you do have to apologize. But sometimes it's recognizing it, right? Those little subtle you know, times where it's like, am I tripping or is that really what's going on? The universe will show you. It'll highlight it for you and you can accept it for what it is and be like, hmm, okay, now that's my thought. Why am I feeling that way? Where is it coming from? I've thought this about myself. You know, if you have insecurity, for example, you know, um, a person could, you could think that someone is talking about an insecurity of yours and you make it an insecurity and that person wasn't even thinking about the insecurity that you were thinking about and it will show itself so that's an example hopefully I don't know if that made sense but um that's yours that's your insecurity it's not the person and um that can help you direct you of having a distinct moment of what's yours and what isn't and help you out along the way because that's what makes us you know stronger those are kind of like our blind spots almost in a way to show us where you're actually at and then you will get to a point where you start shedding all of the um, thoughts the thought forms that are not suitable for you that you, you that don't fit you that that don't give you joy that that don't make you fruitful Um, that tear you down you start to leave it behind and your mind can have a lot of space and because you have gotten to the part where you're shedding this it's kind of like stage two going on to stage three of knowing that you are not your thoughts and having a blankness in the mind and it's like oh my gosh you're bare up top you you have nothing to grab onto So sometimes what the mind likes to do, it likes to go back and feel comfortable and create a thought in the mind, start thinking, 
And that's when you do the work in that live time and say, oh no, like, you know, I'm not going to entertain this. Or you can entertain that thought now that your mind is clear because you're going to go back and forth sometimes once you start to clear all these thoughts that are not for you because you want to keep your mind busy because your mind wants to, you know, stay comfortable. It will reach back every now and then and you can entertain, entertain it and see how it makes you feel. And then you realize like, oh my gosh, like this doesn't feel too great or okay, this popped up right now. So why is it popping up? And you end up observing it and putting it back in its place and then moving forward into a blank present moment. That's why a lot of people talk about being present and it makes people feel uncomfortable to be present because they feel like they have to do something. So in result of feeling like they have to do something, they'll play with the mind and, um, play around with the mind or, you know, make themselves busy externally and, you know, get into things that you probably don't need to get into when you could just accept the fact that you don't have to dibble and dabble into those thoughts like you did before. The insecurities or thinking about someone from your past, an ex, you know, what a family member has done, even though you've already addressed that. So there's no need to go back to it, but the mind likes to do that. And you can look at the mind and be like, okay, you want to pop this up into my brain right now? And I'm going to play with it. Is there any other information out of it that I can look at objectively since you want to be here? Since you want to pop up unannounced? And look at it that way. You know, because like I said, we like to do things when we are quote unquote bored. And the more that we are still, the more the body and the mind is at peace. And you can appreciate the peace. Like... I remember thinking that I had to do stuff, had to be out with a friend, had to have a relationship, had to be around family members and stuff like that, relying on that to make me feel some type of way. And then when I go out into those things, it's not even like an amazing time sometimes. It's not even fun. Drama breaks out and then you realize like, oh wow, being by myself, being in my own peace, not having all these thoughts wandering around, thinking about somebody else's relationship, thinking about where they're being or where they're going, that gives a lot of energy out of you. And that's why we're constantly tired, feeling stressed, don't even know where it's coming from because it's coming from other people's stuff. So you start to appreciate, you know, your peace and you, like I said, you can dibble and dabble in all those things just to see what it feels like again. Now that you've done some work and then you go back out there and you see what's going on and you're like, oh, wow, I appreciate the universe a lot more. I appreciate um, myself a lot more. I'm putting my health first and you'll start to realize like the, the internal is more important. Being with God is more important. And this is not to one up anyone. Because that's not what, what it is. You just don't want to get your energy entangled into things where people are not ready for you yet. Some people are not ready for you yet. They're not there yet. And it's okay because I've been there, you know. And they'll either get tired and come on over and, you know, get into the spiritual work 
or they'll stay right there and continue to be exhausted. So it is a process. It, it, it does take time to heal yourself externally and internally. Internally is a, the much more nitty gritty um, jumping into a dark dumpster hole of blackness and you feel stuff all around that dumpster and you know that there's trash in there you just can't see it but you can feel it so that's where you're at and then when you start taking out the trash you know getting the dumpster getting the dumpster all clean it's still a dumpster but it's clean dumpster it's a clean dumpster and you decide what you want to put into it you want to make that dumpster as pretty as possible so you know don't let your thoughts override you don't let the external override you and take over you we can even allow partners to overtake us and we are still supposed to put ourselves first even in a relationship that you are with i feel as though we get too loose and willy-nilly with our spiritual energy our spirit in itself and we end up forgetting who we are we end up doing things that we probably shouldn't be getting into or not knowing when to give space from that relationship not just for them but for you for you to have space and this is not even in a spiteful way but it's just for you to clear your energy to keep your energy sacred and you know that's what we do in relationships we smother each other we we go to the extent and it's it's it could be too far we don't clean ourselves we don't clean our own energy so we can remember who our spirit really is so we can decipher our thoughts versus theirs like it's okay to have different wants and needs it's okay if you go out to dinner and your partner wants chinese food but I, you know i want in and out and we could go to both we can go to both you know there's no heart feelings in that so it's the same way in cleaning your energy as well, making time for yourself, you know, making space for yourself, not in the form of how they tell you like, oh, like, you know, you, you need to find yourself and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's deeper than that. It's deeper. It's on a spiritual level of keeping your energy clean, clear, you know, so you won't get so embedded and forget about what your role is here on this planet earth and not focusing so much on your partner because we can focus way too much on our partner you can also focus way too much on what they're saying to you and then you think that it's yours you think that it is yours you know and so when we have that separation we keep that separate we're able to still hold it down still have a foundation for ourselves, and not let anything affect us so i just wanted to do a part two on that and emphasize that like you know don't bypass things own up to the stuff that's actually really yours and take your time with making decisions and you don't always have to do group things with everyone you don't always have to participate in what everybody else is doing you know do something a little different from what everyone is doing you know if if a person is getting a, everybody in the group is getting some type of soda try a different soda try a different soda just because they're all getting that soda you get a different soda you know you'll start to learn you know what's for you what I've learned is like I got to stick to the things that I actually like 
And another thing that I notice is, you know, when I want to try something, then I will try something new. But other than that, I will stick to the things that work for me. And if it gets discontinued, because that was one thing, I would end up liking something so much. Like it could be something in uh, in the store or, um, you know, I could just use that as an example. Something in the store that's very unique that a lot of people don't really eat. I'll end up liking it either when I go back to get it the third time or the fourth time it's all gone and like that item has been there for months and then all of a sudden it's like empty it's empty everyone's trying it everyone's trying it but that's been there for a while and the moment I decide to try it then that's when everybody else wants to try it and then or I'll end up liking something a lot like I said and then um, it'll get discontinued and it's no longer there. So I've heard, had to learn in subtle ways, in different ways, a level of detachment, a level of acceptance, you know, because I was noticing the patterns of that. And now that I saw those patterns, because it would happen a lot in my past, I just started to surrender and be okay with it. And those things happen less. Those things happen less. So you have to understand your pattern and how you do things, how you talk to people, how you treat yourself, number one. And how you treat others. And then remember that you are not your thoughts. You are just experiencing this life. And what do you want to experience? So thank you all for listening. I hope that helps. I hope that resonates with you. And if it doesn't, that's okay. You know, we're all on our own journey. In our own timeline. In our own wavelength. So I love y'all. Peace.